I have a uh, I have a different one for my wife too. It's more like a like kind of the same sort of thing. It goes wah wah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say get Darth Vader's theme or something so like I know that. It's her. But the best one ever, though. Yeah, right, exactly. A good friend of mine, um, when his now (laughs) (laughs) ex-wife, when she would would call, you'd get... Oh, my gosh. Well, that explains why it sucks. Yeah. That probably didn't go over so well first time you heard that. I'll get you, my pretty you, and your alimony, too. (laughs) (laughs) F everything you own. (laughs) Uh, Follow the lawyer in the courtroom. Follow the lawyer in the courtroom. (laughs) That was so funny. (laughs) I have a a different one for my wife, too. It's more like a... Kind of the same sort of thing. It goes, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say get Darth Vader's theme or something so I know like that. It's but dumb, the best dumb, one dumb. ever, though. Yeah, right, exactly. A good friend of mine, um, when his now ex-wife, <laughs> would, <laughs> when, she would, when she would call, you'd get, Oh, my gosh. Well, that explains why it sucks. Yeah. That probably didn't go over so well first time you heard that. I'll get you, my pretty you, and your alimony, too. <laughs> F everything you own. <laughs> oh, but that's Follow exactly, the lawyer uh, in the courtroom. Follow the lawyer in the courtroom. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM. Anywhere on the free Boss app worldwide or at 1071theboss.com. Very easy to do. I suppose any of the radio apps we will pop right up to if you want to take mm-hmm. the time to search. But why not just download ours? Because then you got it and you're good. Mm-hmm. Welcome to uh, Hump Day Wednesday, August the 24th, 2022. We got another busy one on the way today. We'll check the listener email bag. <laughs> oh, boy. See what we find in there. Go to the Celebrity Hotline. Talk to a big-time star, Mr. Paul Reiser. That's so exciting. He's been in all kinds of things. Mad yes. About You. He was on that show, uh, The Kaminsky Method, mm-hmm. with Michael Douglas, most recently on Stranger, Stranger things. things. A big hit television program. We will talk to him. We'll do He Said. She Said. Coming up at 7.50. Hashtag mom. Seven twenty nine twenty fast five the birthday file the community bulletin board it's all coming up this morning and because it is hump day it's a little Wednesday morning tradition first thing we call this pre coffee thoughts have everybody write down just a couple of random thoughts stream of consciousness something fun we do to get over the hump get us just a little bit closer edge just a little bit nearer to the weekend mm-hmm. pre coffee thoughts before we plug in before we have a cup of coffee this is what we do yes baby butterflies don't exist. Think about that. Oh, yeah. I guess because they're caterpillars. Because <laughs> okay. they're caterpillars. Okay, I got Ain't it. no such thing as a baby butterfly. <laughs> All right. That butterfly's just teeny. That's... <laughs> Damn you, teeny tiny butterfly. Teeny tiny butterfly. The Swiss must have been very confident in victory if they included a corkscrew on their army knife. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. We'll celebrate in a moment, gentlemen, but first, on God. I love that. <laughs> That's I am Montigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> Inheritance is your relatives dropping loot when they die, which you pick up. Yeah. I suppose that's true. I guess that's true. Not necessarily funny, but factual. <laughs> Money doesn't buy happiness, but it's almost impossible to be happy without it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Laughing and crying communicate the same thing in all languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So do tantrums. Yeah, I suppose that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of words that do work in every language. Yes. No. No. Mm-hmm. Drink. Bathroom. You know, I think that one usually works. People know what you mean. Pee-pee. <laughs> Pee-pee. <laughs> no, no. no, Nobody says Pee-pee. that. Pee-pee. Be walking around Madrid. Pee-pee. I think if you said it, they would know what you're talking about. I get a text message from Rochelle. 
I'm in a Spanish jail. I was wandering the streets yelling, pee-pee. Pee-pee. Your dad's side of the family and mom's side of the family meeting each other is what kind of feels like a TV crossover in real life. <laughs> you know, like with NCIS and yeah, one my, of the other shows. I don't know. Mine was like Jerry Springer, <laughs> yeah. but it's okay. There's chairs being thrown. <laughs> a little different. Saturday morning cartoons were just as great for parents to sleep in as they were for kids to watch. Yeah. I wish they still had those. Mom, mom, watch this. Watch mm-hmm. this. Oh, I see it, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people watching is socially acceptable. Watching people is not. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that just means you're getting caught, okay? <laughs> Why are you gawking? I'm not. I'm people watching. It's different. It's hey, Mr. Different. Mayor, I tell you what we do. We put a park bench right here, <laughs> right in front of John's house. You purchase a first aid kit in hopes of not having to use it. That's oh, a great business model right there. True. What that does your company do? We make first aid kits. Mm-hmm. Just think everybody's buying my product and they might never open it, mm-hmm. but they're buying it anyway. That's true. A dozen beers and 12 pack of eggs. Well, technically correct. Just sounds wrong. <laughs> On a 12-pack of it. Yeah, that sounds weird. Speak for yourself, sir. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Pizza rolls might be called mini calzones. How do you feel about that? Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. One day, the last person who remembers you and your existence will pass away. Oh, that's that's a sobering thought. That's all I got. I got nothing left. Wow. That's, okay. That, that's it. That's all the thoughts. The good news is, just as bad and, and as unfunny as we are on some days, on most days, mm-hmm. this tape is forever. Okay? Forever. Forever. This will be sitting on a hard drive in the year 2256. You're welcome. So we will never be forgotten. <laughs> just think, that's it. That's all I got. I got okay. no more pre-coffee thoughts. All right. I feel like we just kind of ended on a down note, but I got nothing else. <laughs> Have you? You want to do a live pre-coffee thought? I feel sure. like we got to end on do something have, a little. Do you have a live coffee? I don't know. Thought? What's the first thing that pops to your head when I say, "Just tell me what's in your head right now." Right now, what, what are you thinking of? Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You said Kelzone. I was still there. I was still on that one. I don't know. For some reason, I got the uh, Twitter bird in my head. He's just flapping Larry? all around. Yeah, you got Larry again? and Paulie Shore. I don't know why. <laughs> That's I was so random. Polly Shore. I see you when I think of Polly Shore. Really? Yeah, because you're known for being a fan of these obscure '90s movies. Like Son-in-law. So, yeah. So sometimes. <laughs> Biodome. Like, see what I'm saying? <laughs> now it doesn't seem so strange that I randomly think of Polly Shore, does it? Now I'm going to go tweet about it. All right, that's enough of that. And I just want to reiterate: this tape is forever. Okay, forever. One day there'll be cockroaches and us left. Okay. <laughs> well, here it is: the Hump Day Wednesday. CBB, your community bulletin board. Thank you for sending these in. In all sincerity, we do appreciate you letting us know about community events, an organization trying to give back. Maybe it's a company or a charity. We'd like to share them right here on your CBUB, your CBB. Well, how about this? It's the Red Hot Show. It's called a Stranger Things Halloween Light Show. Starts on September 23rd through Halloween night, all Hallows Eve. Mm. Every night at 630 Downey Avenue in Brick. Now, I don't know if this is a private residence or a business or what it is. But they're advertising this on the Facebook machine. Over 100,000 synchronized LED lights synced to music from the show, like that running up the hill thing. Yes. You can search a Stranger Things Halloween light show on Facebook for the exact information. Someone forwarded this uh, forwarded this to us. And I guess you can also make a donation there if you'd like. Oh, A suggested right, donation, right. and they're they're giving it to a local charity. So oh, all the information awesome. is on Facebook. But someone forwarded that, and I thought it was pretty neat. That's awesome. First Responders Night's happening at Jenks in Point Beach. Coming up Friday, September 9th from 5 to 11. Unlimited rides for free for first responders just going to have your valid ID and for their immediate family as well. High price admission to the Aquarium Mini Golf and mm-hmm. Adventure Lookout Ropes Course. That's super fun. It's Jenkinsons.com for all the info. Good luck finding a parking space. <laughs> La Festa Italiana. I got to say it like my people would say it. La Festa Italiana. That's Jersey, how your people would say Jersey it. Jersey City's Italian Festival. You know, my car's being hot-wired right, right now. Right, exactly. <laughs>
What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? (laughs) Shut up. That's going on today (laughs) through Saturday, 6th Street up in Jersey City from 5 to 11. It's an old world Italian street festival bringing together uh, local restaurants, food vendors, entertainment, games, rides for the kids, all to celebrate Italian-American culture. That's fun. I can joke about these things because these are my people. Mm -hmm. Although, there was much discussion. Now, on vacation last week, I was uh, visiting my folks and they are obsessed with all those shows about people finding oh, their roots. Yeah, ancestry They've shows. done uh, mm-hmm. the thing where you stick, you schwab your cheek and you send it in. <laughs> you schwab it. You do a little, a little schwabber, schwab. little schwabber action. <laughs> yes. And they are push, they're putting a huge push on me. My mother says two things. She goes, I want you to shave your beard uh-huh. and I want you to do the, do the schwabber because I want to know just how Italian you are. Is she going to pay for the schwabber? No, that's the oh, thing. Okay. Is no, she thinks this, <laughs> she thinks this is something I should ask you to get me for Christmas. Okay. Do a little schwabber. I don't know if I want to know all the stuff that's going to come out of there when you schwab. <laughs> okay. I know your past. Oh, how dare I you? <laughs> I don't want the info of your schwab. The worst thing would be to find out that I'm not 100% Italian. Well, I know I'm well, not 100%. not 100% Italian. But I think I'm about 75, 80. And so I, I don't just... know how you get that math based on what your parents are. That's not how that works. <laughs> I don't want to get into this right now. You're upsetting me. Okay. I'm going to go to the La Festa Italiana Jersey City with my people. Okay. And you're not invited. Okay. LaFestaJC.com <laughs> for all the info. You can go to 1071theboss.com. Find out where the boss roadies are going to be on tour. You're going to win some cool prizes, including those uh, boss summer shirts. Last chance to get them next couple of weeks here. And just click station events, community events, 1071theboss.com. couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071. The boss's celebrity hotline area is Paul Reiser. Good morning. How you doing, Robbie? Oh, good morning, Paul. How are you? I am just delightful. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to hear <laughs> Not only are you, you're delightful. You don't want to talk to somebody who's not delightful. No, I certainly don't. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, even if you were just in a good mood, that would be fine with me. Delightful is even better. No, I went straight past that. I blew past that. I'm in delightful mode now. Yeah, well, that's good. How are you feeling being part of this whole uh, Stranger Things phenomenon as uh, Dr. Owens? This is going to be crazy, right? You know what? I I, uh, I don't think I get enough credit for saving that show. <laughs> that show was not doing well. No. Nobody was watching it at all, <laughs> anywhere. And then I'm on it, and suddenly it's a big hit. So, you you know... I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. Uh, I really was not that into it, but uh, my uh, stepkids love it, and I'm watching it, and I'm going, "Oh my God, that's Paul Reiser! I had no idea he was even on this show." Well, you know, I, I, it's really. I'm with you because it's not the kind of show. By the way, I joined the show on the second season. Yeah, and my son, my younger son, who who got me into the show, who he told me about it in the first place, and I said to him, "I said, you know, I." I um, I don't know if I, I said I probably would have watched the first season just because everybody was talking about it. And, you know, it's so it's so well done. I said, but I don't know if I would have watched season two because it's not really my type of show. And my son, with no sense of irony, said, "You know, Dad, I would have enjoyed season two a lot more if you were not in it." And I went, <laughs> "Hey, I can hear that. That came out of your mouth. I heard you." So, which really crazy. And then the last summer that I did. Uh, a, a little stint on the show called The Boys, yeah. which, which I had never heard of. It's on Amazon. But until they invited me, I said, I wasn't familiar. I asked the same uh, alleged son, and I said, have you heard of this show called The Boys? And he said, it's great, and you'll hate it. <laughs> and I watched it, and I went, oh, my God. It's, this is crazy. And, it, and he's right. I mean, I didn't hate it, but it was like, whoa, this is not something I would have been drawn to. It's so over the top, and but, it, but it's funny. I mean, it's so yeah. well done. It is graphic and violent and funny. I mean, it, it really goes. So I got to play, you know, this really fun character, this old guy called The Legend. I said, 
Listen, any role called a legend, I'm, I'm happy to be. Just <laughs> call me, I'll be there. <laughs> you get uh, graphic violence, it's delightful, wouldn't you say? It's just delightful. Oh, yeah, my scene, but my scene is there's no violence and there's no superhero. My, uh, it's mainly sitting on a couch smoking a cigar. I said, I'll do that all day. I said, <laughs> sitting is like my main thing. I said, that's what I'm <laughs> I mean, I, I, any show that calls for, you know, if the role calls for some intense sitting down for an extended period, I said, that's me. That's my thing. <laughs> so, uh, luckily, it's working. Tell me a little bit about working with uh, Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin on uh, the Kaminsky Method. Oh, man. That was a treat. That involves some sitting, by the way. Did yeah. You notice there's a lot of sitting in that show. I did. The, fu- the funny thing about that, that show, it's so funny. It's, it's absolutely true. That show was created by Chuck Lorre, who I knew for, for years and years and years. So, after this first season of Kaminsky Method, I just called him to tell him how great I thought it was. And I just, and I jokingly said, well, why don't we come up with another show like that? I said, two guys sitting in a car. I said, I could do that all day. <laughs> I said, again, sitting, that's me. So <laughs> I said, we should come up with a show. And then he went, it's funny you should say that. He said, would you want to come on to season two of this show? And I went, yes, I would. Thank you. And uh, next thing you know, I'm in makeup getting made to look balder and heavier than I am. <laughs> and uh, and I'm sitting in a car with Michael Douglas. And, and uh, so that was great fun. We did, I, and then I was in season two or season three. But those guys, I, I didn't get to work enough with Alan Arkin. Uh, we, you know, I did one one or two scenes with him. And he was he was one of the guys I grew up idolizing. Sure. Alan Arkin and Peter Falk were my favorites. And, and But I had a lot of work with Michael Douglas. And uh, I learned so much. You know, this, sometimes you, when you get up close, you realize why big stars are big stars. Yeah. You watch Michael Douglas going, oh, this guy's good. I, I, you know, just watching the way he knows the... Where, where the camera is, how to, you know, the level of the scene, bring it up, bring it down. This guy is, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So it was great fun. And he's, he, and he's a fun guy to hang with. So I, I had a great time on that. The main appeal was sitting. I'll yeah. be honest with you. I was going to say, speaking of sitting, I'm thinking back, uh, the 40th anniversary this year of Diner, you do a lot of sitting in that movie. Oh, so it's the main thing. That's my, I'm telling you, that's my, yeah. How about that? It was 40 years. That kind of, rocked my world a little bit and we got together and we hadn't all been together in the same room in, in, in years so sitting we went out to dinner before this event and Kevin Bacon and Steve Gutenberg and Tim Daly and, and I was sitting there going and we just fell right into it and we, you know for all of us it was our first real big break yeah. that was our, it was, to me it was my first job and here we are now 40 years later and literally the conversation went to I think it was Kevin Bacon he said have you guys noticed when you get on a set now, with the oldest guys there, <laughs> like, yes. When did that happen? I guess somewhere over the last forty years, we became the oldest guys. So it's uh, that's a, a bit of a wake up call. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, they're only younger. <laughs> but interestingly, considering how much I like sitting, uh, people say, "What do you like doing most?" I hit stand up comedy. Well, you have to stand. So uh, I do, you know, I do mix it up a little. There is some standing involved. And I'll be in your neck of the woods standing up. Tell the people where. Look at this. Tell them where I'll be. Look at this. Look at the segue you gave me for my next question, which was to say you've got a couple of dates coming up October 8th in Tom's River. You're going to be at the uh, Jay and Linda Drunnan Center for the Arts. And then the following uh, evening, the 9th, you'll be up at South Orange at the South Orange Performing Arts Center. It's amazing how you set me up for that. I couldn't have said it better myself. You're very, very good at this. (laughs) Yes, I will be doing that. And there will be no sitting. I'll be standing the whole time. 
But immediately after the show, I'm going to sit down. You're going to sit down, sure. There'll be no stool on the stage? Yeah, gotta, no stool on the stage? No, no stool, no. Nobody needs to see a guy sit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did a show about a couple of years ago, and I think it was out on Long Island or something, and this reviewer said something like, like you know, and Riser, he was walking around the stage and crossing it, and he never stopped. And for a guy his age, went, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so never mind if they laughed or not. He was most impressed with... Well, what do you say we check the old listener email walked, bag? I got a note here, and it's funny. People send me these things that are somewhat the right, uh, and then back again. salacious. What a, what a guy. <laughs> and then they, they don't sign off who they are. Well, Occasionally. Of not. You know what's funny is when I get a note from a woman who well, sends something like this, she will always I have to tell you, you are delightful, and it's been yeah. delightful men talking tend to, to you, so thank you for being on here. You know, Mom from Middletown. It's going to... Kind of a funny thing, but anyway, this is from a, uh, well, she doesn't say uh, who she is, where she lives, or her age, but she does tell me her boyfriend's age. Okay. He is 43. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to he- go ahead and guess this is a, a couple, perhaps, that's been married once before. Now sure. they're, they're on the second time around. So you'd think these are people that know what's going on in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it says, Dear Robbie and Michelle, I think, and people always say this too, I hear your show, I love the show, I figure you guys want to talk about this. Okay. So I like how people think they know what we're going to want to talk well, about. Well, we are, obviously. Yeah, so. <laughs> and, you're, and you'd be right. And you are right. I discovered uh, over a cup of coffee with my boyfriend's mom that he likes to tell her about our sex life. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to skip ahead a couple lines and tell you that the reason this struck me is because she says, uh, he told me that his mother and him are very close and they tell each other everything. This reminds me of some of the conversations that you and Rochelle have on the air. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she says, um, let me go back to the beginning. It says, yeah, I'm having a cup of coffee with my boyfriend's mom. He is 43 years old. So again, they're not young kids or right, anything. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And he's sharing intimate details of our relationship, including our sex life. Apparently, he told her that we tried a exciting position. And she he writes in parentheses, which was true. And mom says, I hear it didn't go too well. And then he injured himself. She goes, what? Who does this? I can't believe it. She says, it is true that we are adventurous. And he did try something and ended up pulling a muscle. And it turned out not to be the sexiest situation. However... I thought this was very inappropriate that he would tell my potential mother-in-law, and she puts a smiley face emoji, mm-hmm. so I guess she's looking for a ring, if yeah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I quickly ended the conversation, and then when I saw my boyfriend later that day, I called him on it. He said, no big deal. We ended up having a fight. He said all of his friends tell their mothers everything, including details about their sex life. And then that's what she say. She says that she feels as though when we discuss our life, sure. that I, I share that I'm... I'm pretty close with you, my mother. You are close with your mom. And yeah. she goes, so is this true? Should I not be mad? Do guys do this? She goes, repeating, he's 43 years old. Uh, love 1071, the boss. Anonymous from Freehold. That's okay. the information I do okay. have. Well, All right, so that's the whole story. Now, let me just, can I just say something and then I'll let you go? <laughs> yes, I do have a, uh, I, I am close with my mother, I guess. But we don't have necessarily a warm and fuzzy relationship. No, but that also, that also could lead me to believe that maybe you do talk about this kind of stuff. Absolutely just not. Never. You've never. Never. You've never disclosed anything like that to your mom. about no. And me or anybody else. Absolutely not. How about to your father? No. No. No, not that I can recall. Absolutely not. What about the time you had to go to the ER? Nobody knew about that? Well, yes. I mean, my, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure I get into details with my mother. My father didn't know about that because this happened when I was like 21 years old and I was still living at the house. Uh Uh-huh. And I, you know. You had to go to the ER. I partied a little too hard and I I didn't know who to call. Uh Luckily, he had a urologist. Sure. That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm going to let everybody else figure it out. I, I, but so, so okay. I suppose they surmised from that particular situation, right. that I, you know. And yes, there were also evenings. I can tell you this: when I was 18 and I had a, uh, a my first adult relationship, mm-hmm. there was an evening where I didn't come home, 
And I didn't tell anybody I wasn't coming home because, my again, even when I was a, a kid, my parents never seemed to have, you know, there was no curfew. Sure. They weren't the kind of people that went, call when you get there. Right, they right. I mean, I don't know that they didn't care, but they were never they in my... They figured you're an adult. So, so yeah, so this, while we yeah. were very, we're a close family unit, nobody is in each other's personal business in that way. Right. So... There was a night when I got to be uh, have my first adult relationship where I didn't come home, and my mother didn't say anything, but she gave me that you know that evil yeah, eye. And I know what you did. She didn't speak to me for like three days. You're kidding? No. Interesting. So, so to answer your question in a long-winded way, I would suppose that they are aware that I was uh, an adult man, right. but but no, I've never discussed anything like this guy in this letter. So, here. as an as a man who is close to his family, yeah, do you weird. think this is weird? Totally weird. I also totally I, inappropriate and unfair to your partner. By the yes, way, yes. And here's the thing: I not even sexually. I think it's tough to be in a relationship and to talk about your relationship with your family because if it is negative or positive, your family is going to always side with you, and so. You and I have had this discussion where if we have an argument, it's not that I don't want you to talk to your family, but I think that then your family may see your significant other in another light if they are bringing their issues there. And I think that that is a big deal. Well, so I think a couple that, of things. That's a different conversation than what we're having here when it well, comes to problems in the relationship. Because in the bedroom situation, I think the bedroom so thing more, is just, I mean, people so say that when you go to a party, don't talk about sex, politics and religion. Inevitably, you're going to get into a fight with somebody about something. Right. And I think it's the same thing when it comes to what you share with your your close. People. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. It's a whole other thing when it comes to talking about the business of the relationship. Yeah. But having said that, here's where you probably you, you just don't seem to know my, my family would never side with me because if I ever said <laughs> no, I have not. But if I ever went home and said, I got to tell you, Rochelle is making me nuts. My mother would be like, what did you do? Yeah, yeah. You, you you are annoying. She's right to be upset with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's not what's... Uh, now, I will tell you this, and I was guilty of this certainly when I was younger, and I look back at the behavior, and I feel like a jerk about it. Yeah. And I feel like it's because I just didn't care enough about the people. Mm-hmm. Dudes definitely, when they get together, talk about this stuff. Do they? Sure. So well, I definitely... So do women. So do women. I mean, when you're in your girl circle, you absolutely talk about bedroom stuff, past, present, sure. future, everything. But So I have- when I was just casually dating people, and you'd have your buddies be like, hey, how was your date you, you know, yeah, yeah, and guys talk about this right. stuff. But now, I mean, I think when your friend is married and you're married, it would be I would never ask a well, married friend of mine. So let me, how's your sex life? You right, don't, you don't, right. I'm sure there are people that do, but I. So I certainly to, not with your mother. I have to be honest with you. When I was younger, my mom and I didn't necessarily go into full detail, but like when. There were things that happened to me, and I would I was comfortable enough with my relationship with my mom to bring them to her. But when you're a kid, that's different. You're but married. I don't know that I was a kid. I was like in co- like college. You're like still was, a kid when you're co- in college. No, sure. You're over thirty. Sure. You're not a kid anymore. Sure, sure. But you're not talking to your mother or your friends about our personal matters, are you? Well, not my mom, but you're, you've have you talked <laughs> to your friends about anything that we've experimented with? No. Tell me the truth. No. Tell me if the we, truth. Wait, first of all, if we experiment <laughs> with anything. By experiment, like, do you mean we go to bed and you fall asleep right, within three say, minutes? I was going to say. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Right. <laughs> We're experimenting with me getting right. my beauty sleep. But, well, anyway, yeah, I think you should break up with the guy. He's a weirdo. Yeah, so that's weird. I'm going to I'm gonna take a stand on that one. <laughs> Man, I love that guy. I can talk to him all yeah, day. funny. Thank you, Paul Reiser. <laughs> Celebrity Hotline. You ever met uh, the Paul Reiser there, Joseph? No, I've never met Paul Reiser. Man, he was just so much fun. We were just going on and on and on. Loved him. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I, don't mean to gloat. I don't mean to gloat about it, by the way, but I'm just excited. So. 
No, no you, and you didn't go about it. Oh. You were very calm. You're fine. Don't worry about it. What were you going to say? You've been to the South Orange South Orange Pack is great. Yeah, it's a really good place. Can I admit something to you? I never heard of it until uh, I saw it on his itinerary. I didn't know they it's had one. Because there's one yeah. in Carteret. There's, of course, a bunch of them in Newark. I didn't know they had one in South Orange. Yeah, it's right by the train station. Literally right at the train station. Are we talking like a 400-seat deal or a little teeny one? Uh, smaller than that, yeah. It was oh, an old no. movie theater, yeah. But it's nice, though. It's really nice. I'll tell you what we do. Uh, we get Marianne, we get Rochelle out, we go have a little dinner, then we go and uh, meet Paul Reiser. What do you think? Well, that's my, you know, that's that's South Orange there. That's where I went to college, so I know a lot of the bars around there, boy. Oh, boy, Joe's back. Oh, my God. <laughs> then we can stop at a bar and I can not pay the tab again. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. But good there was um, yeah, there's a place up there called Bunny's, which is just, it's awesome. An old, an old uh, pizza and beer place that's turned into a full-blown restaurant. Oh, <laughs> fun. It's really good. Yeah, Bunny sits there and they, at the table and yeah, it's good. It's all good stuff. I have to, I've been hanging on for this and I got to tell you, this is fantastic. And I have to give credit. Because sometimes, uh, you know, we come up with our own things, and sometimes people send us suggestions. Mm -hmm. And then once in a while, and it's kind of like Christmas, okay? I get a suggestion for something we might want to look into from the uh, the gentleman that owns this company, the CEO, the man who owns this radio station. Okay. We love him. We love working for him, and yes. he has a great sense of humor. And I just love that I work for a guy that saw this in the paper and thought, Robbie and Rochelle. <laughs> okay. This is from uh, earlier this month in the New York Post. It's uh, an article about uh, rejected license plates that the New York DMV rejected as being just too vulgar for the highway. Really? I, I didn't know that they did that. I, I believe know. this is just uh, plates in New York State. Here's what's okay. remarkable about this. 3,752 vanity plate requests have been denied. Real? That's a lot. Have been nixed by the DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles, for being too foul for the road. That's amazing. You know, the man who owns this company put <laughs> his money down to buy this place and put us on the air. I love it. Thought of us when he saw this. Mm -hmm. Vulgar license plates. Now, by the way, the uh, New York personalized plate goes for $60, and you pay an additional thirty-one twenty-five annually for renewal. Really? So you really have, you have to, to be, pay more if you have a personalized plate. You pay sixty bucks to get it, so it's uh -huh. not just one issued to you by the DMV when you register a car, and then you pay an annual fee, thirty-one dollars twenty-five cents, to keep said plate. Wow, interesting. So you okay. really have to be committed, yeah, to this. Yes, and these plate. are plates. Now, this is the state turning down free money from a taxpayer. Okay, mm -hmm. this is extra. This is really what it is is an extra tax. And they're saying, you know what? We don't want your $60 and your 31 bucks a month. It's too rude for the highway. Have you ever had a, a personal... I know you've had special plates because you've gotten your your plate early or something. You had something that you were upset that you lost that you didn't have Well, I have had my initial on my plate. Oh, right. Did, was that personalized or no. was that just, that just happened? No, it was not a vanity plate. Oh, But okay. when I went to register the car and I was a teenager and you go, uh, hi, I'm 16. <laughs> and they ask you, or at least they did. You know, I grew up up in New England. They yes. ask you, is there any... Do you have an interest in a vanity plate? And mm -hmm. I said, I'm just wondering, do you have my initials available? Yeah. And it turned out that they did, and then they just gave me a random numerical combination. So it was like a six-digit thing. Gotcha. But I had my initials as the first two, so that was kind of neat, you know? Mm -hmm. That is neat. But but then I, I bought a new car in a different state, and then I lost them, and I, I've just regretted it since. But <laughs> here's a plate that got uh, rejected, LFGM. This was from a big Mets fan. It was Let's Effing Go Mets. <gasps> Oh. Now, if I saw a plate that said New York, I, the Empire nev State, LFG, I would never have thought of it. Uh, yeah. That, that, that one's a little far-fetched. Rejected by the NYDMV. Okay. This one's a little more uh, obvious. M-I-L-F space D-A-D. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> rejected. I like that one. <laughs> W-L-H-U-N-G. Rejected. W-L-H-U-N-G. <laughs> Wait for it. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> How about this? Again, I, these are real. These are real. We got this from the New York Post. We are not making this up. Rejected AS5M4N. AS, the number five, uh-huh. the letter M, the number four, the letter N, rejected by New York State. Oh, okay. Ass man. Ass man. Got it. I like that one. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Come on. <laughs> Here's a couple of... I'm just going to read these to you as opposed to giving you the letter. Okay. You want me to give you the letters? Is it fun to sound them out for yourself? I, it takes me a second, but if you want to, yeah. N-I-C-E-B-U-N-S. Nice buns. Okay, I got that one. That was a thumbs down. See, that's silly. That's innocent. Come on. G-O-T-A-P-O-O-P. Got a poop. That was a no. <laughs> That's also funny. F-A-T-F-A-N-N-Y. Fat Fanny. Fanny. Nope. <laughs> B-E-N-D-O-V-E-R. Rejected. Bendova. Bendover. <laughs> Here is one that was accepted that now has gotten complaints oh, at the DMV. Oh, no. Y-E-S-D-A-D-D-Y. Yes, daddy. <laughs> that one that was, was okay. It's gotten complaints. And has gotten complaints. Whoops. S, the number 8-T-A-N, rejected, Satan. Oh, okay. All right. M-U-R-D-E-R-M-3. Oh, okay. Rejected. That was in Jersey or in New York? (laughs) No, these are all New York, believe it or not. (laughs) Both F, Joe Biden, and F, D, Trump were rejected. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. You can't do that. This one actually did get accepted, and I guess somebody just didn't spell this out. They were a little naive. G-O-T-M-E-T-H. Was accepted. G O T M E T H. Oh, <laughs> that's not okay. I don't know why, but this one is my favorite. I think as someone who went to band camp as a high schooler, you will get a kick out of this. There is an actual New York license plate. You might see it on the road today. G L O C K S. Glocks. 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 I like it. <laughs> I don't think that's what they meant is from band camp, but I like it. Okay, one more, one more, just because this cracks me up. And this has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with my irrational hatred of Wolf Blitzer as a television personality. <laughs> and I imagine a person that have this is probably one of, you know, somebody that's a big Fox News viewer. But mm-hmm. there's a rejected at C-N-N-S-U-X. That's awesome. Rejected. Rejected. <laughs> I don't understand why people don't like me. <laughs> Actual rejected license plates by the New York DMV. Thanks for catching up with us. On all the socials, appreciate the follows, the likes, Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram. We're on all of those. You can always find uh, the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or all of this streaming right there, 1071theboss.com. So that's an easy way to connect to. Just click the page. It says Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. It has our picture and everything. It does. So it's real easy. Let's just assume that you can't read. <laughs> just look for our picture and you click right on it. Just be like, I bet that's them. <laughs> Bang. Is that what you do? Yeah. And you catch right up on the podcast <laughs> on demand. Okay. You're welcome. User-friendly service here. How would you get to said site if you don't know how to read? I'm just wondering. Talk to text. Okay, okay. All right. Prove me wrong. Just trying to help out here. (laughs) Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. It's like getting a smiley face as you walk out of Walmart. You know what I mean? Stick it right here, big guy. Stick it right here. Number five, there's a guy out in California. Crashes his truck into a curb. Okay. Gets out of the truck. He's driving completely naked. So now he's revealed himself completely. Now, I'm not just saying he's not in any pants. He has completely no socks, no shoes, nothing. 
Not even a watch. <laughs> the man is completely butt naked. Oh, there's a good story behind that. And as you know, in L.A., a lot of cars on the road. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Well, he just starts walking down the, uh, oh, the breakdown no. lane on the highway. And, you know, of course, a lot of cars, so yes. people are not exactly flying down the yes. highway. Someone slows down out the window. Butt naked. This is a Terminator, bro. <laughs> <laughs> If you remember, there's a scene in Terminator 2 yes. when Arnold lands on the planet, whatever yeah. it is, and he's naked. Yeah, but he's Arnold. But this guy, this guy, yeah. <laughs> now, I have not seen video, but I'm going to head and venture a guess. He doesn't have the physique of yeah. 1991 Arnold Schwarzenegger. Probably not. Probably not. I want to know. He has the, the physique of 2022 Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger. I want to know I want to know the backstory here and how and why he was in his car naked and now why he is walking down the street. There's so much more to this story. Well, I can't answer question number one. Question number two is because he crashed his car. No, That's I, why. I know. No, but like why like <laughs> he's still gonna get where he's going <laughs> like why would you get out because maybe he's like let me think about this do i want to walk naked down the highway or do i want to be naked in the truck when the oh. uh when the triple a car gets here to pick me up i don't know i don't know <laughs> number four well congratulations america you're in the third year of the mullet championships and voting ends today there are some fantastic pictures we'll post a couple of these if you mm-hmm. like on our facebook page of kid teen finalists grandpa finalists all going viral Getting votes for having the best mullet. Yeah, cause America. Now, for someone who, for some reason, does not is not familiar with the mullet, uh-huh. how would you describe it? It's a uh, business in the front and party in the back. Yeah, <laughs> this happens to me sometimes when I go just a couple of weeks beyond where I should for a haircut. Sure, sure. It's like suddenly you go from having a perfectly fine haircut to mullet. You don't quite have that though, because and it's a jarring feeling. But the mullet is like it's special because it's like buzzed yeah. sides and like long, like ponytail long, and it's just not good. All right, the, what would good. you say is worse? The rat tail or the mullet? The rat tail mullet is the worst. <laughs> Have you seen the we rat tail mullet? We got a mullet and a red tail down. Oh my gosh, so bad, so so bad. Number three, strippers both in L.A. and New York. That's right, strippers mm-hmm. looking to form a union. That's hot. <laughs> the stripper union. Well, they would like to uh, form under the Actors Equity Union, which is a union for actors, both in New York and but they're Los not Angeles. actors. Well, they believe that they are. They believe what they do is. They put on a show a for entertainment purposes, and so they believe they'd like to form a union. Here's Reagan, one of the <laughs> dancers at the Star Garden in Hollywood. What we were asking for is an intervention by the security to just keep people in line. What do we want? Pasties. When do we want them? Now. So, the nudie union. I think it's a good idea. I'm sure you do. And all jo- <laughs> all joking aside, <laughs> I do think there should be some rules and regulations about what happens. Well, this there could be, are. Every every strip club has rules and regulations. But you got a guy I, named Vinny at the door that'll break your neck right, if you touch Right. I mean, anybody. there's a lot yeah. of time. There, most of the time, there's no touching. A lot of them don't even serve alcohol. I yeah. mean, there are definitely rules already. So. But, you know, that's a tough gig, so you should uh, be paid equitably, don't you think? Is it a tough gig? Sure. You go on, I mean, you go on stage and you take off your clothes. I gotta and tell men you, throw money at you. I would have a hard time swirling around in a fireman's pole. I just no, got to be honest I, with you. I agree. You, that does that looks like a skill. Absolutely a skill and and definitely hard to do, but not all of them do that. So I mean, is there is there going to be stipulations on who can join the union and who cannot because And think about this. I know they call them uh, thongs, but think about it. Have you ever seen a stripper that doesn't appear to have a wedgie? The answer is no, you have not. <laughs> so it cannot be comfortable dancing up there. You're sweating, okay. it smells. Uh-huh. I think they should have a union. Okay. You're in support of the nudie union. Yeah, I got it. I think it's great. Uh-huh. He's a big old stripper. Number two, people are talking about the times that they silently judge others, kind of like Rochelle's doing to me right now. 
I'm not silent about it. <laughs> Seeing them litter in public? Oh, yeah. This one would be top of my list, leaving the bathroom without washing their hands. Oh, again, one of those things I wouldn't be silent about. That's gross. Now, if you're in a bathroom and you you see someone come out of a stall, you're washing your hands and they just walk toward the door, you would call them out on this? I don't know that I'd call them out there, but if I saw them down an aisle and they touched something else, I would I would make it known that I know that they didn't wash their hands. I think the moment has passed once both of you exit the restroom. No, because if they're just exiting and leaving and I, I have zero interaction with them, then... You can just be gross, but if you go down the same aisle and you you touch the rice that I'm so, getting ready to so touch, so it affects you, then you care. Correct. Uh huh. Correct. <laughs> I would never say anything. I don't no? know. No, I, I feel funny. Maybe I, it's different with dudes in the bathroom. I would I don't do know. the thing that your grandmother used to do when uh-huh. she would say, you know, laziness. Oh no, we need to open up some more aisles. I say, oh well, I'm not. I can't touch that rice because that person didn't wash their oh. hands. That's how I would do it. Yeah, my grandmother. Uh, for those who don't know, had this thing where she would just say something loudly to nobody in particular. That's what I would do, and somehow she would get service. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus story for you: A poll asked people to name the best places to get it on in public. Uh huh. Number one, parked car. <laughs> The oh, office sure. came in number two, sure. very bottom of the list, church. I've done all of those. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know enough about you to know that that's the case. In the words of Meatloaf, I can say one out of three ain't bad. Yeah. You're going to need a bigger boat. Number one, would you rather vacation somewhere new or go back to a place that you like a lot? And 58% mm-hmm. of people say they'd like to try somewhere new. Mm-hmm. 22% say they'd like to go someplace they'd ever been. 20% weren't sure. Rochelle says... Any vacation, anywhere, anytime, anywhere. And the pitch is good. (laughs) Set you up for that. You hit it out of the park. Well played. Any vacation, please. I'll go to Iowa at this point. I could just. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) That sounds great and and cost efficient. (laughs) Get me out of here. Welcome here to Lover's Lane Inn in Dubuque, Iowa. We'll go into the park car. We'll find somebody's yeah. job. My question for you. You guys got an office building, a park car, and a church in this town? Rochelle is there. I'm in. Wednesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Ed Sheeran, just kidding. It's Rupert Grint. Aww. He's 34 today. He's the redheaded guy from he Harry is. Potter. Yes. Chad Michael Murray, 41. Next DJ hire for weekends. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make him call himself Chad Michael Murray. It's a good name. It's a great name. Mm-hmm. It's coming up next, CMM playing the hits. <laughs> Alex O'Loughlin from Hawaii Five-0, Dave Chappelle, David Gregory from the News. He's 52 today. Reggie Miller, Craig Kilborn, man, he disappeared. He used to have a talk show, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Baseball player Cal Ripken Jr., Steve Gutenberg, 64 today. And Vince McMahon, the guy from the WWE. Didn't he just retire? I 77. Retired. I think he's retired. Yeah, I, I think, think the he's... wife runs it now, and she's yeah. uh, she's in politics now, too. Yeah, something so. like that. Today is National Waffle Day. Oh, yum. <laughs> so pour some syrup on it. <laughs> It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. I'm going to just uh, start by saying I don't like this. And I'll tell you why I don't like this. It's because while it is interesting and uh, tantalizing almost, Mm -hmm. I don't like this because I feel like this is just a ploy by you to make fun of me. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Is that what you think? Why do you Matter of fact, that? I don't even just think that. I know that's what uh-huh. this is all about. Why, why am because I going to Because you have made of you? fun of me before mm-hmm. that I casually mentioned to you that I had a crush, a longstanding crush on Sally Field. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all this is about is an excuse for you. You just start naming uh, female celebrities over 80 and start going, what do you think? You think she's a babe? <laughs> well, you were also engaged to somebody who was like 112. She was not so. 112. <laughs> yes, I was engaged once to someone who was older than me, but she was not but 80. Like a lot. Like, she was not like 80. She was closer to your mother's age than your age. That is not true. <laughs> it 
is true. That is not true. It is not true. And I don't think there's. Uh, I I think Sally Field is a pretty woman. She there's is nothing very, wrong with she's that. Pr- she's pretty. But is she old? Is she a grandmother? Uh-huh. Yes, she is. <laughs> And I'm not making fun of you. I just it was just one of those things. This happened before. Look me in the eye and tell me you're not making fun of me. I'm not. If making, you don't delight in listen, busting my balls, I like to bust your balls because I like to bust your balls. Uh, I, I just like to do that. I don't necessarily. I think it's funny because it was one of the first things that you and I, when we were just talking, we weren't even dating, and you were like, "I have a crush." Not I had a crush. I have a crush. I on do still Sally. have a crush. I know, but it but just, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. And by I the way, you know no, what? I know that. Let me just That's, let me just say this: there are plenty of uh, you know Neanderthal uh, knuckle dragon dudes out there that like Megan Fox and Pam Anderson and all these kind of sure. people. Not me. No, I said, you know what? I do have a crush, and mm-hmm. it happens to be Sally Field. And what do you mm-hmm. do? You point and laugh at me. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. It was just maybe I was just used to the Neanderthal saying, you know, Megan Fox or yeah. whatever, and you said Doesn't Sally inter- Field. Megan Fox doesn't interest. I'm and sure she's a nice like, lady. What? Doesn't interest me at all. Doesn't interest me even a little bit. I had no, I just, it just, caught, I was just caught off guard, I think, because that was not what I, I And I, I got to tell you, I'm something of an old soul. So if, uh, I don't know, Sophia Loren asked me on a date, I'd be like, I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, I'm married now, but if I'm single, I'd be like, I got to go on a date. It's it's Sophia Loren, of course. Well, I think you know even what I mean? now you'd still have to go on a date, no? <laughs> I mean, if Sophia Loren asked you on a date, even, I think we would both go if it would happen. We would go with Sophia. I'm like, what's up? Guess what we're doing? We're, we're having a little threesome here with Sophia Loren. Can you believe this? I think we'd have to go. Let's not break her, though, all right? <laughs> Easy. No, again, I think you, I, it just caught me off guard because I was not expecting Sally Field to come out. And then I thought about your past, and I, it then didn't make sense She to me. was not 80, the woman I was engaged to. That's just me. Well, she's 80 now, so or she just looks 80. I don't know. Well, that I'll grant you. <laughs> Bring all of this up because Rochelle presents me with today's uh, discussion here. There's an article about, uh, is this a BuzzFeed thing? Yeah, it's BuzzFeed. It's a BuzzFeed, yeah. Uh, celebrities who are much older, mm-hmm. uh, people that are well into their 60s, 70s, 80s, that uh, generally are considered to be hot or still sexy attractive by a good chunk of the American public. Yeah, I think the the actual article was one, like uh, people who are at least 20 years older than you was exactly how they phrased it that you still found attractive. Oh, I see and, it here. Okay. Yeah. Well, same deal. Yeah, but I, I have... Let's be honest. There are no teenagers listening to our show, okay? No, no. So... <laughs> but I happen to find, and this is, this is kind of weird... So most of us are going to be answering people 60, 70, 80. Well, I think that Jeff Bridges is an attractive yeah. guy, and he's Jeff Bridges is an attractive he's 72 guy. years old, and I happen to, f- I think he's, I've always, even when I was in my 20s, I thought the dude was very attractive. I don't know. I take I, it as a huge compliment. A couple of times, people, without joking, said, are you related to Jeff Bridges or yeah. Bo Bridges? Yeah. And I, always, and I said, no, why would you think that? Right. I don't look anything like him. And they say, well, you're, he's a good looking guy. You're not a bad looking guy. Mm-hmm. And we just assumed that name. because- you know, you're in show business, they're in show business. I'm like, so let me get this straight. <laughs> you figure these very successful actors. Yes. Clearly, I'm not as successful, but I am in show business, so you must be a radio DJ. Yeah. No, it's a nickname. I'm not related to no. Jeffrey Bo Bridges. No, but he's, he's 72 years old, and I find him attractive. Pierce Brosnan. He's I find Pierce Brosnan very attractive. 69. Robert Redford turned 86 last Robert week. He Redford, is still a handsome man. Absolutely. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, not quite as old as them. Yeah. I think he's very attractive. Yeah, not my type, but he's all right. I can see that. Gerard Butler, same thing. Still, I mean, he's 20 years older than me. I wouldn't consider him old, but he's definitely older than me. I That's been my number one. So he's one. 48, eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it. See what he's, I did there? He's 48. No, I just, I have, oh, he's always been like my, he's my Sally Field. He yeah. really is. I've just, I'm very attracted to you him. There's another so. one like uh, Sophia Loren, would you have to go? 
is is, is Cher. I mean, she's oh, pushing she's pushing eighty. And if she's, Cher if Cher wants to get up in your business, you're like, yeah, let's it's go. Cher, you gotta go. And then you tell everybody you know. Guess guess who I went out with last night? Exactly, Cher. Cher. I'll tell you who I would not go out with. Who's I, that? I did used to find Madonna to be a little sexy years mm, ago. Yeah. I no longer find her sexy at all. And she it's did, not because she's older. No, it's because she's done some weird stuff to her face. She has. She's and she got put these, that weird grill she's in got like the a caps, rapper. And she's got some she's got like gold teeth now. She was on Jimmy Fallon a couple weeks ago and just looked strange. And she's you know I know she's trying to relate to her kids or whatever, but she took her kid to Italy and was like twerking on the waiter. I don't know, she just seemed a little trashy. I don't yeah. know. It's now not, back uh, when I was a teenager, Dick Tracy, she was a good looking, good looking, you know. I don't even know who that is. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy was a movie that came out in the. When I was a teenager. Oh, the movie Dick Tracy. Yes. Oh, she, okay. I thought she was, more, you know, she was very glamorous you in that movie. You thought that Madonna was attractive. Yes. And I understand. But now. I see I her like, now and yeah. I say, not attractive, no. but I just want to be, it's not because she's 25 or 30 years no, older. It's because no. she's done weird stuff to her face. Yeah, it's too much. It's like Joan Rivers was a pretty woman when she was young. And very then, pretty. And she did something to her face. Yeah, it's a little bit too much. Is there a celebrity at least 20 years older than you? So we're probably talking celebrities 60 plus here. Sure. That you still think is foxy, is mm-hmm. sexy, is handsome, is a whole hunk of man. Or whatever the deal. <laughs> 732-774-4444. Call us. Text us. Get us on Facebook. I have all lines rigging right now, but they will open up soon. We'd love to hear from you. That's he said. She said. i going to mention, uh, we've got a couple of text messages, because I said earlier that I don't think you become an adult until you're about 30. I got about six or seven people yelling at me about that. Joe's why? Well, yeah, right. Don't you think you're about 30 before you figure out how the world works? Yeah. I've even told some people who live around here, they don't, they're not good at anything until they're 40. Right, you know, that doesn't mean when you you're go not to work, an adult though, that's there's a difference no, between an adult is is not just a, a number. You've got to be responsible. That's maturity. Be, you know. That's not being an. And ir- you don't hit that until you're about thirty, especially if you're no, a man. No, you don't yeah. hit that until you're at, ever. I don't think a man ever hits it. I don't. I don't know. But <laughs> well, but you're an adult once statement. you're an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rochelle just turned off fifty percent of the audience. Thank but you very I'm much. Just, hey, listen, listen. It's true. You're you're always. I'm immature. It's okay. And I. But you know, I'm only 28, so I've got that going. But just settle down about 30 because <laughs> you, you don't know your. As my I talk about my grandmother, you don't know your ass from your elbow until you're over 30. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I totally agree with that. Well, thank you, Jim. Okay. I always can rely on you to back me up when I get angry text messages. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Rochelle goes to hers now. <laughs> That's right. Would you consider yourself mature? No. You're no. not mature. I mean, you no. you and Grayson sit on the couch and laugh at fart noises for like, and he's six. I mean, so you're not mature. It's, absolutely, it's okay. Absolutely stand by it. Farts I love are funny. You. It's okay. Farts are funny if you're 99. Farts are funny if you're nine. Okay. I got to tell you something. There's nothing funnier than that. Uh, it, there, <laughs> there's nothing funnier. Oh, my gosh. And the look I get from my wife, like, I'm just sitting there like, and then she comes up and she looks at me like, did you? (laughs) Not funny. It's gross. You know, my favorite part of this whole situation is right now is Diane is in the news booth wondering how this happened to her in her life. (laughs) That she's sitting here listening to this BS. I'm actually staring at my phone. I'm sorry. (laughs) Making sure you're okay as we sit here and talk about farts while she waits to do a professional broadcast journalism, you know? Oh, that's how much she's paying attention. She's on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, shut up, Joe. Just do your thing. Oh, that's really funny. Uh, Talking this morning about celebrities who are significantly older than you. So I'm imagining we're talking about 65-plus celebrities here for the most part, for most of us. Sure. Who are still sexy. Now, this could be a man or a woman mm-hmm. or whatever, okay? Yeah. It's a celebrity who, yeah, maybe is 75, 80, but you say, man, they're just just perfect. I'm crazy about it. They're still <laughs> sexy. Rita said Sam Elliott. 
Oh, he's going out with the mustache. That's the stash. It's got to be the stash. Some women are into the stash. You know what? He has one of those voices like Jeff Bridges, too. Like, I'm, I obviously, I have a thing for voices. I'm in radio. But I, he's got a really nice delivery in his voice. So I think that that's also very attractive. I know they don't do advertisements for tobacco anymore, but he seems like he'd be the kind of guy that yeah. could be, uh, you know, riding a horse. I'm a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Let me ask you a question. You're looking to chew while you're riding that horsey? <laughs> I'm Sam Elliott. Buy it now. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's got a list here. He says, <laughs> Diane Lane, Jane Seymour, Elvira, Helen Mirren, and Joan Collins. I, I never understood the Elvira thing. I mean, she's entertaining enough, but, I mean, other than the boobs, what's the yeah. big deal? There's nothing's, I don't know. I, yeah, I, maybe it's the darkness thing. It's a little mysterious, a little. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like mixing sexy with scary. That doesn't work for I know some people are into that. That's not my deal. Kim said one that I cannot believe I did not come up with. I cannot believe that you did not come up with. Mm -hmm. John Stamos. Oh, Stamo. And let me I tell mean, you. Let me, he let looks me. better now. Bam. There he it is. He looks better now than he did when he was on Full House. Or I mean, Well, we were talking about the mullets earlier. That's the problem is when he was Uncle Jesse on Full House, he I, had the mullet going. Even his face. I feel like the aging of his face has made him look <laughs> more. I mean, he's a very attractive guy. He is. Yeah. He's I, yeah. just, yeah, he's a great guy. This pump junk I, I also have to say, there's a text from 5502 that agreed that he really liked Sally Field, uh -huh. as you did. But then... Then he added, um, this may sound a little weird, but I also think her she has very pretty feet. Sally Field? Yeah. I, I thought I was a fan. I am not familiar with her feet, so <laughs> you won't alone on that one. I, I, okay. Hey, how you doing? I'm Sam Elliott. Let me ask you a question. You looking for some tobacco? <laughs> Get on this nice stag and... <laughs> I, good morning. It's the boss. Hey, Robbie and Rochelle. This is Daddy Bob up in beautiful Stark. Morgan, New Jersey. How are you guys doing this morning? Good, sir. How are you? How are you? Look at that introduction yeah. you gave yourself. Very that impressive. That was great. Yeah, well, I want to shout out to Rochelle as well. I'm a former Michigander, dear. Whoop, whoop. Go blue. I spent six years there in my early 20s, but we'll get to that another time. Okay. My crush is there's one and only Raquel, boy. Oh, Raquel oh, Welch? Lord. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, man. She's, I think she's still mega hot. I don't know why, but I always group her with Sophia Loren, who we were just mentioning a minute ago. Absolutely. They but look a lot alike. Yeah. I said that. I had to, hey, my, they're both, to me, aces. You know, they don't get much better than that. So, anyway. All right, just settle down, will you? Just settle down. They're aces. I, I like that. I will pull this car over. 732-774-4444. We'll take a couple more answers here. You can call. You can text. Kind of a weird show today. <laughs> I'll tell you that. We got to do a little late start on this, too, but it's... Uh, Kind of a, a lively discussion. Mm -hmm. Celebrities who are significantly older than you. Yeah. And I imagine most of us adults here. So mm -hmm. we're talking celebrities probably 60, 65 plus sure. and up who you still find uber sexy. By the way, there's been great discussion about Sally Field. And someone mentioned he finds her feet sexy. He's got the little feet business going. Send the wiki feet. Which is a website we talked about. These are all just <laughs> pictures. There's nothing really salacious or seductive about it other than it's pictures of celebrity feet. So we did a little search here. And I, I'm sorry to say that Sally Field has ugly feet. I don't think, I mean, I don't get the feet thing. That's not my, that's not, not my jam. Not a feet anyway. I, I, I still uh, appreciate that she is a pretty sure. woman, but her feet are ugly. Yeah, they're a little weird looking. Man, I don't, they're all crinkly and stuff. Yeah, I, even when she was young, they're a little, but maybe that's a thing, maybe that's a thing because they're unique. God, those are old feet pictures too. They must have gotten worse over time. <laughs> Jesus. Are you still crushing on her? I mean, did little, the feet, did I'm the not going to lie a little less. <laughs> The feet ruined it for you. I mean, that'd be a bit of a buzzkill to walk in, uh, walk in the bedroom and see those ugly feet there. They're not pretty. They're, I, 
maybe, again, maybe because they're a little bit unique. They're not, I mean, her toes are a little. Let's run through this. So we had a winner named Rich Butt. (laughs) We had pictures of Sally Field's feet. We had the computer uh, hiccup. We had a weird morning here. Mm -hmm. So let's go ahead and put a wrap on this thing here. (laughs) Celebrities older than you, much older than you, you still find attractive. Mike said Martha Stewart and Ann Margaret. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Martha Stewart's beautiful. She's 80, and she's like still rocking the bikini pics. Love it. She's what you might call a playa. Yeah, absolutely. Still playing the field. <laughs> uh, Charlie said Jennifer Connelly, Jessica Lange, and Goldie Hawn. Yep. And Emily said Robert Redford, Harrison Ford. A Harrison Ford classic. Yeah, I'll tell absolutely. You, what, you know what he needs to do is he needs to dye his hair. No, uh-uh. I don't like the silver mm-hmm. hair on Harrison Ford. He, you know what? He's had the salt and pepper silver hair for no, no. so long. No. I don't like it. I think he would look weird. But when he, he was back hair. as Han Solo a couple of years ago, he, his hair was uh, sandy blonde again, and it, I liked it better. But it's it's got... It, Why are we talking about whether or not I find Harrison Ford attractive? I don't know. Is, like I said, this is a weird, weird, weird show. <laughs> and I've, uh, I'm not going to stand for it, to be honest with you. You can still text us, 732-774-4444, or on Facebook...